might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. This crazy Piers Morgan. Did you see that show? Piers Morgan. Thank you, sir. Piers Morgan show. You see Piers Morgan? He sort of had it. I think Piers is over the hill. He opened the show with an interview of me. I did him a favor. I didn't want to do a stupid show. It's on Fox Nation. What is Fox Nation? What is it? They're going to love me when I say, what is Fox? It's on Fox Nation. He opened with great ratings when he did me. And then after my interview was finished, he bombed, and he's now down over 70%. And maybe they'll someday learn that maybe they should hire me as an anchor. Should I go to work? as an We'll get the greatest ready. We'll sit there and we'll riff. We'll, we'll tell it like it is, as the great Howard Cosell used to say, right? I just tell it like it is. But I didn't like the way Howard, Howard went out. Howard was angry at everybody. That was not good. But... Uh, Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. It's a whole new week. And I still can't find the boosters. I'm still struggling to find these COVID-19 boosters. Bruv, at this rate, these COVID-19 boosters are like shiny Pokemon. One needs an egg or two. In order for he or she to get boosted. The fuck is going on. Mr. President sir. Where the fuck are the boosters. Somebody please call Kovax. Somebody please call the who. Somebody please reach out to the underground gang. Talk to Nelson Mandela and them. We need them. Legit bruv we need Desmond Tutu. Right this fucking second. What the fuck is going on in South Africa. Where the fuck are the boosters. Are the boosters, bruv, listen, I'm easily, easily one of the best comedians to ever come out of South Africa. Easily. And for me to be running around these Johannesburg streets unboosted is blasphemous. And yeah, 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 I'm feeling myself. Yes, I am. I'm feeling myself. Because I'm gifted and you can't take my gifts. You can't, right? <laughs> you can't. My nigga, Father Christmas used to pull up to my crib. You're in, you're out via the fucking chimney, of course. Right? And he would find a fucking bowl of maguena and a glass of milk on the fucking table. And of course, right? He would have to fucking battle a gang of cockroaches before reaching the fucking food. But it is what it is. Right? More life. We used to put fat cakes, right? Fat cakes 
acha and some milk on the fucking table for Father Christmas. And of course he would pull up because he fucked with the boy. Was it creepy? Yeah. Was it a bit Michael Jackson-ish? Yeah. However, it is what it is. He gave me a lot of gifts. Right? Here I am. Right? Home alone. <laughs> Recording a fire podcast. Dish what it dish. That joke is fire, by the way. Ever wondered what the chipmunk voice is singing in Pete Mighty? I gotta give you TLC. I gotta love your Pete I gotta give you TLC. When you good, you good. That fucking joke is fire. Add it all up. Do the fucking math. Michael Jackson, Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin. Guess what it is? I'm too fucking gifted. As I said, I'm too fucking quick. I'm too fucking bright. I'm too fucking funny. It is what it is. Right? I'm too fucking gifted to be running around these Johannesburg streets unboosted. Where the fuck are the COVID-19 boosters? Because COVID is back. Right? COVID is back like it never left. And of course, obviously, right? <laughs> obviously, COVID never left. COVID just went to the local Sangoma initiation school. COVID is now a fucking Sangoma. COVID-19 was out there chilling with the Neo Ranaka. Right? COVID, bro, COVID is back like it never left. Because it never left, it just hit a fucking shot left. We are fucked. We are fucked, South Africa. In fact, we are beyond fucked. Because evidently, our government doesn't give a flying fuck about you and I. These niggas don't care. We are on our own. So we better strap the fuck up and keep our heads on a fucking swivel because ain't nobody safe. Okay, bruv? Ain't nobody safe, especially the comedians. Bruv, if you are a fucking comedian on this here planet, you better be on high alert. You better stop moving like a Russian oligarch. Get yourself a fucking bodyguard or two because comedians are in danger. Okay, bruv? Fam, did y'all see that lunatic? Who tackled Dave Chappelle in Hollywood. Bruh, I was like, what the fuck is Edge doing? Bruh, this nigga hit Dave Chappelle with a spear. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Did I miss something? Like, fam, hey, what the fuck is this? Smackdown? Raw? What the fuck is going on? Is this NXT? What's happening? Bruh, yo, yo, a lunatic. Tackled Dave Chappelle on stage last week. Bruh, yo, yo, listen, yo, I fear for my life, bruv. Oh, fucking face, bro, Yo, everything is trying to kill me because I'm a comedian. Right? COVID is trying to kill me and now we have lunatics trying to murk people like me. Which means they're trying to kill me. It's all about me. <laughs> right? It's all about me. Because I love myself. Bruh, I'm too fucking gifted to be running around these streets 
and boosted on top of that. I'm too fucking great to be running around these streets unprotected. I need a bodyguard because I'm too funny. And on top of that, I'm unboosted. Bruh, I ain't safe. I ain't safe. Niggas are trying to kill me. COVID is trying to kill me. It's all about me. <laughs> Bruh, I'm so fucking conceited. Right? Right? Get the bona man. Legit. I love myself. So, bruh, hey, how about start loving yourself too? Love yourself. Love thyself. Legit. Make it easy for others to love you by loving yourself first. Right? That's how the math works. The math is simple. Love thyself so that others can love you too. That's how it works. It's all about me. <laughs> Legit. Uh, it's all jokes, of course, but, you know, some of it is true. Right? Right? There's always, you know, a bit of medicine in the candy. There's what it is. I'm joking about everything being about me. However, am I really? <laughs> right? Am I conceited or not? Do I love myself or not, bruh? Hey, I'll tell you this, right? I'm not one of these comedians, right, who are overly self-deprecating. I don't do that. I don't do that, right? I'm too fucking good for me to be this, this self-deprecating, self-hating comedian. I don't do that, my nigga. I love myself. I love being black. Right? I love my fucking kinky afro. That's what it is. I love myself. Right? I love my funny. I love my people. I love Africa. Even though Africans, we are fucked. We are fucked. Bruh, hey, hey, keep your fucking head on a swivel. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Behind me on the DJ table is one of the most prolific producers that hip-hop has ever presented, the mighty man Lil. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for hip-hop history. Stop. 
Thank you, son. It was a, it was a trans man. We now return to your regular programming. Hey, dear woke activists, Will Smith, who are out here attacking comedians, please do yourself a favor and keep your heads on a swivel as well. Because some comedians can fight. Some comedians have guns, some comedians have security guards, and of course, some comedians have Jamie Foxx. Okay? You get fucked up! Run up on the goat and get fucked up. That's how it works. Right? The math is simple. It's easy. Run up on the goat and you get fucked up. Bruh, did y'all see... How that nigga who tackled Dave Chappelle left the amphitheater. <laughs> he left, hey, he left the Hollywood Bowl on a stretcher. With his arm all contorted and shit. All inverted and shit. Bruh, he was out there looking like Tom Segura post-dunk attempt. Did y'all see how that man left the Hollywood Bowl? Bruh, you niggas think life is a fucking joke. Legit. You niggas think comedians are sweet. All fucking facts. Bruh, yo, salute to Jamie Foxx. Bruh, yo, Jamie Foxx came to Dave Chappelle's rescue. Talk about a hero. Right? And to think that this fucking guy played a Marvel villain. Bruh, yo, blasphemous. He's a hero, not a villain. Legit, he's a fucking hero. Salute to Jamie Foxx. And of course, salute to the security guards at the Hollywood Bowl. Right? They fucking, bruh, they stomped that man out. Legit! I thought it was you for a second. Hey, my man, he's a bitch ass. Get that guy the fuck out of here. We gotta have some fun. Hollywood Bowl, you owe me 10 minutes because your security caught me slipping. Y'all wanna rock? Get that, clean that mess up. Get that out of here. Don't do this on the stage. Get him the fuck out of here. And, and, and an ambulance. Hold on, see what he's doing. I'm gonna see if this has a statement. Jamie Foxx, by the way, Jamie, 
Jamie, where you at? Jamie, 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 hold up. Make some noise for Fox. Whenever you're in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up in a sheriff's hat. <laughs> Turn the mic up. What the I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the fuck. I, I, I grabbed the back of that head. His hair was spongy. Absorbent. Listen, I just want to say, man, I, I've had an incredible time. This man is an absolute genius. We gotta make sure we protect him at all times, man. This is what it's about. For every comedian that comes out here, man, this means everything, man. You're a genius, you're a legend. I enjoyed myself thoroughly, and we're not gonna let nothing happen to you. Right. Give it up. This is the show. Wait, wait. I'm back there. I've been doing this 35 years. I just stomped the backstage. Always wanted to do that. I'm back there squeezing in the too. I seen bus around the audience like, that's how you do it, God. Hey, yo, what's up, sir? What's up, sir? What's up, sir? You know what I mean? I was young, what you expect from me? It is what it is. But I keep going, no. More like a rolling stone, cause I have no stopping time. Can nobody We live in a crazy time. Niggas are trying to go viral. Niggas are trying to capture and own a moment. They want to be known for something. Motherfuckers are sick and tired of being nameless. Right? Niggas are too talentless. Right? So niggas are trying to find a way to make a fucking name for themselves. Right? Even though their fucking ways are negative. Right? They don't care. Niggas just want to pop. Right? That's the world we live in. We live in a world where depression is at an all-time high. Right? Loneliness, all-time high. Mental illness, all-time high. Right? Self-hatred, all-time high. Self-harming, all-time high. Suicide, all-time high. Competition, all-time high. Right? We live in a crazy fucking world. Niggas think it's sweet. Niggas think that they can pull up on a comedian and do whatever. Nah. Right? And of course, Will Smith is the one who opened this fucking door. And now niggas are walking in thinking that it's sweet in the crib. My nigga, hey, hey, there are gangsters in the crib. Okay? There are guns in the crib. We got shooters in the crib. Right? We got shooters in the house, my nigga. Yo, listen, the moment you step onto my fucking yard, right? The moment you set foot on my fucking yard, on my compound, listen, bruv. Hey, inshallah, you'll walk out alive. Right? Lord willing, let's just hope.
that Allah is gonna be with you. Nigga, don't try to fuck with me. Okay? I'm a fucking comedian. Legit, bruv, if I diss you, I diss you. There's what it is. Live with it. Or, or, or diss me back. Okay? Bruh, imagine me. Fam, yo. Imagine me getting smacked. Right? For a fucking joke. Like, imagine me getting smacked over a joke before getting my booster. What? Bruh, imagine me getting smacked to death <laughs> before my fucking booster. Listen. Listen, I could rather get killed by COVID-19, okay, than get killed by some random guy who got offended by some shit I said on a random episode, right? I could rather get killed by COVID. As a matter of fact, if you die, right, from anything other than COVID, bruh, hey, you are silly, <laughs> okay? If you die from anything other than COVID, I don't take your death seriously, my nigga. I could rather get murked by COVID than get murked by a smack. That's it. Right? In fact, I almost died last year. I almost died from COVID. I had COVID Zeta Jones. I was fucked up last year, bruv. Right? And of course, I survived. Because that's what I do. I'm fucking Maui Mau. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, don't run up on the boy. Hey, bruv, don't run up on me. Oh, facts. If I crack a joke on this shit and you get offended, how about gobble that thing up and then suppress it? <laughs> how about that? Hey, hey, if you can't come back, if you can't diss me back, Gobble that fucking L and then suppress it. Keep it moving. Don't pull up on the boy. Don't run up on the boy. Because. Because. The boy ain't sweet. Okay? I'm not sweet. All fucking facts. Listen, y'all. I crack jokes. Right? I have a high-pitched voice. Right? My voice failed to break, my nigga. That's what it is. I have a high-pitched voice. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a loving guy. I love my family. I'm a family man. I love people. I love the world. I love life. I love black people. However, if you run up on the fucking boy, nigga, listen. Get out panty tail. Okay? Okay? Get out panty tail. Hey. 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 Hey, boyki. Boiki, boiki, get out panty tail. Okay, bruv? Hey, get out panty tail. Get out panty tail, I'm fun. I'm gonna get out panty tail, boy, boy. I'm fanaka. Get out panty tail, boy. Legit. Papa fell, oh papa fell, oh papa fell. Oh, stop, papa fell. What's a mountain animal, sir? Can we Bruh. I'll mark you and then go to prison for that fucking mercury. And then when I get there, I start a fucking choir. Right? I'ma start a choir when I land. I'll be out there singing like, Wasachening it all Legit! I be out there, nigga! 
Nigga, get your panty there. Don't run up on the boy. Legit, bruv. When you bump into Maui Mau, keep it cordial. Okay? Keep it respectful. Because nine times out of ten, I'm with my queen. Hell, ten times out of ten, I'm with my queen. So, keep it respectful, my nigga. Legit. If I say, listen, listen, if I say some shit that offends you on this podcast, please diss me back, you know, write a fucking think piece, whatever, like do whatever and let's have a discussion, right? Don't run up on the boy. Okay, I ain't trying to go to prison, but, but if I do, I'm a good singer. <laughs> okay? I'm just I'm just a good musician J period. J Right? So so I'm ready for that type of shit. Nigga, listen, listen, let's keep it respectful. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Hey, hey, dear Escom. Let's keep it let's keep it respectful. Okay? Bruh. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> fam, fam. Um, the electricity just bounced. Uh, hey, hey, the electricity just left the group chat. Bruh, hey, right now, right, in my time, in real time, as I'm recording this shit, hey, we don't have electricity in the East Rand. It literally just bounced right now. As I'm recording this shit. As I was singing. Hey. Hey. The lights just went off. Right? Hey. Dear Escom. Why? Ma. Huh? Hey. Whoa. What's going on? Like. Like what's going on in South Africa? Bruh. Hey. Nothing works. In South Africa. Nothing works. Okay. Like bruh. What's going on we don't have electricity in the east rand bruh oh no you know like fam yo i at this rate my nigga like you know like like i really don't know what to say because i think i've said all that i needed to say right but every single time I, I express myself, hey, every single time I express myself, it's as if, it's as if things just, just get worse in South Africa, right? It's as if the more I talk about South Africa's problems, the more the fucking problems compound, right? Right? And the more, bruh, hey, hey, the more I complain, it's as if our government is like, hey, hold our beer. Right? These niggas don't care. These niggas don't give a fuck. Bruv, we don't have booster shots. Right? <laughs> and on top of that, on top of that, we don't have electricity. What? And some parts of South Africa don't have running water. Uh. Bruh. <laughs> hey. What? Huh? Hey, bruh. Yo, I just burped. 
Because I was out here drinking coffee, which means I got water. At least I got water. Right? At least I got water. Yeah, bruh, coffee is out here making me burp and poop and pee. It's a fucking diuretic. However, bruh, hey, some parts of South Africa don't have running water. Right? Electricity. And on top of that, niggas don't have COVID-19 booster shots. We are fucked, South Africa. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in South Africa anymore, bruv. Legit. Everything is happening at the same damn time. Fam, we have lawyers getting arrested in court. (laughs) Okay? Hey, fam. Hey, did y'all see this guy? Right, this fucking lawyer, dude. His name is Advocate Tefo. <laughs> that is, hey, Tefo is the most South African name of all time. Legit, Tefo, bruh. Hey, this name, Advocate Tefo, bruh. If your name is Tefo, fam, you are South African, South African. Okay, you owe your being to the fucking blue crane birds. Legit, bruv, you owe your being to the fucking pro-tier flower, my nigga. You are South African, South African. You owe your being to the fucking table mountain. Legit. My nigga, you owe your being to the fucking floods in KZN. You are South African, South African. You owe your being to the fucking bunny child, my nigga. If your name is Tefo, 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 bruh, that is the most, yo, whoa. That name is more South African than Olani. (laughs) Okay, Tefo, bruh, Tefo, it's South African, South African. The name Tefo is the type of name that you give to a kid that you didn't really plan for, but here he is, right? Like, it's the type of name that you give to an extra child, right? Like, you already have five or six, and God was like, yo, here's a seventh kid, and you are like, fuck. Jesus fucking Christ. And then Jesus is like, hey, don't use my name in vain, you know? Do better. And then you were like, okay, I'll name him Tefo. Right? Like, bruh, hey, the name Tefo is the type of name that you give to a kid that pops up once all of your fucking creative juices are gone. Right? Where you were like, hey, my first kid's name is Apple. Right? <laughs> And my second kid's name is, is Michael. <laughs> my third kid's name is Robert. And my fourth kid's name is Madeline. Or whatever the fuck. Right? And then here comes this fucking kid. Right? Kid number seven. And you are like, bruh, hey, I'm no longer as creative as I used to be. 
right? I'm not a fucking spring chicken anymore, my nigga. Your name is Diffle. How about live with that? Okay? Like, bruh, the name Diffle is the type of name that you give to something you don't really care about. Right? Like a fucking hamster. Even nigga score for you, my toy is soft for you. Hey, that that nigga flow for you. What you la, what you la talk for you. Trust me, you me la what talk for you. Every day, even nigga score for you. Every day, last week, I see some pop on it. I make it go for you. It's your class, go to all man. Look at style, I am a hobbit. I'm a go 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 to man. I'm a hard like pizza, my ho ho man. You green, you got more ho man. I got Russell Wade, the white kid, the Russell small man. Tell man, get out of the ball, man. Hey, the ball, man. Brav. Advocate Tefo got arrested in court. Okay, he was on his job. Fam, this nigga got arrested whilst representing some lunatics who allegedly killed Senzo Meiwa. Okay, bruv, let that sink in. Right? This fucking dude got arrested whilst trying to prevent others from getting arrested. Ain't that a bitch? And of course, welcome to South Africa, huh, Mr. Vic Mensa, sir. Welcome. This country is crazy. Niggas have lost their fucking minds in South A. These are all fucking facts. And allegedly, he got arrested for missing a court date. I don't know if he missed a court date for this case or for another case. I'm not sure, right? I didn't care enough. Right? Bruh, hey, hey, we live in a crazy fucking country. Now, Mr. President, where the fuck are the boosters? Cough, 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 cough. Ha 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 ha. I'm just fucking with you, dummy. I'm a fucking robot. No COVID for me, but you should keep your head on a swivel. And by the way, that mask is not for your chin. Are you stupid or are you dumb? Where the fuck? other boosters because coronavirus cases are surging again in South Africa and public health experts are monitoring the situation eager to know what's driving the spike Wait, what huh these niggas are eager to know what's driving the surge in COVID-19 cases hey how about Google it. <laughs> How about that? Hey, hey, you niggas. <laughs> like, what do y'all know? Like, dear South Africa, what does our government know? Because these niggas, yo, these niggas don't know anything about anything. These motherfuckers are eager to know what's driving the spike. case. <laughs> It's surging. It's going up again. Hangazi, Gwenzalan. Hangazi, Mfugenje. Mfugenje, COVID. Mfetu, say, hey, hey, I'm a number. Say, Pagame, daughter, hey. What? Huh? Like, what? Hey, bro. Hey, say, Pagame, Jingo, Jesu, daughter, Jesu, Pagame. U, Pagame. Like, hey, figure it out, my nigga. Okay? How about, dude, how about no something? <laughs> okay? These niggas still haven't, I mean, bruh, hey, hey, you niggas 
don't know shit. I mean, y'all still haven't figured out electricity. Okay? Bruh, niggas, niggas were out there juggling power balls in the 18th century. Right? Niggas were out there playing with Mutakasi in the 18th century. Niggas were balling with Mutakasi. Right? Niggas were out there dancing with Mutakasi. Niggas were out there taking electricity out for dates, my nigga. Right? Niggas were out there. Yo, niggas were out there tongue kissing electricity, my nigga, in the 18th century. And you niggas in 2022 still. In 2022, you niggas still haven't figured it out. How about figure shit out? Okay? Don't release statements like this. Like what? Hey, public health experts. Evidently, these niggas aren't experts. Because they don't know shit. These niggas, what? They are eager to know. Right? What's driving the spike? Okay, and also, and also, what it says about immunity from previous infections, right? And what its implications are globally. What properties of Omicron make it more infectious than Delta? Why is it more transmissible, as we keep saying? There are lots of things that can happen in terms of make, to make a virus more successful at transmitting, and that's what higher transmission is. In the main, in this case, it's usually because of a change in the spike protein, the protein that attaches to the human cell. So they, they, they attach to existing receptors that are there for other purposes. Um, and really, sometimes that protein is uh, very good at doing that. The, the shape of the protein, it's a lock and key and it fits in really well and the virus gets into the cell very easily. And then it can cause an infection much more successfully. Now what we have is two years of serial transmission in millions and millions of human beings. So the virus has had two years to really become much better adapted to entering human cells. And really what the Omicron variant has is a change in its genetic sequence that has changed the shape and changed the ability of that spike protein to attach to human cells and enter the human cell. And that's probably what's giving it its transmission advantage. But as I say, we don't know fully yet because we don't know, to answer the question, <clears throat> does the virus survive longer in droplets or aerosols? Does the virus survive longer on surfaces? And a lot of that work is being done. But the, the suspicion is clearly that the, the spike protein itself uh, is just better able to, uh, to enter uh, the human cell and do uh, and infect uh, those cells. So basically, our public health experts are eager to know what COVID-19 is because evidently they don't know what COVID-19 is. Legit, what the fuck is going on in South A? Huh? Bruh, South Africa experienced a decline in cases after hitting an Omicron-fueled pandemic peak in December. But in the past week, cases have tripled, positivity rates are up, and hospitalizations have also increased. Health officials said the surge has the country facing a possible fifth wave. Hey, how about the surge doesn't have the country facing a possible fifth wave? No, no. The surge has the country facing 
a fifth wave. Period. How about that? Huh? The spike is linked to BA.4 and BA.5, two subvariants that are part of the Omicron family. It's a family now. Right? Like Omicron. Bruh, hey, Omicron now has a little fucking family tree. You stop talking to me. Really? What are you talking about, Sasha? At least we don't buy our friends with our daddy's bank account. Only because you don't have a dad or a bank account. So, in English, the name of this letter is said as Omicron. Omicron. Or in American English, Omicron. Omicron. Or in English, British English again, Omicron. 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 And Joe, uh, I'd like to apologize for for mispronouncing the word. Right, the word is not Omicron; it's Omicron. Right, I'm sorry, my bad. So please don't kill me. You know, I'm still learning. Evidently, I'm still learning, like South Africa's public health experts. Right, we're still figuring shit out. Right, we're still learning more about COVID because evidently we don't know anything about COVID. Right? We're still learning. Bruh, hey, please don't kill me. I'm just a messenger. Right? I want to grow old. Like that nigga who just broke a record. Right? A fucking Guinness World Record. It's my fucking Brazil. He's a hundred years old. Right? And he's been working for the same company for 84 years. Right? I want to grow old like that motherfucker. Legit. Right? I want to be a comedian. You know, until I'm as old as that nigga, bruh. I want to break a fucking record. How about that? Let me cook. Right, I'm sorry. My bad. Right? My bad. And of course, I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Right? And that nigga is still chasing Uncle Waffles. Creepy. Just saying. Right? But I fucking digress. Right? Omicron now has a family, bruv. Oh, by the way, my name is Astra. My name is Dashiki. That's Swahili for doggy style. Ooh, that's pretty. Those are my kids. Hello, everybody. Now, children, what do you say when you meet a nice man? Are, are you my daddy? Hmm? They don't know where their father is. They must go and look for that big nose where he is. They must not say for me, I, I sold them out. Tulio de Oliveira, is this person Cuban? Director of South Africa's KwaZulu-Natal Research and Innovation Sequencing Platform, long name, said that BA.4 and BA.5 demonstrate how the virus is evolving differently as global immunity increases. Is it really increasing though? Like is, is global immunity increasing? Because just last week, I read about how people are no longer getting vaccinated. Is it increasing? Yes or nah? Like, bro, we keep getting like, you know, mixed messages. I mean, yo, how about figure it out? How about that? Huh? Figure it out. How about that? Huh? Hey, bro, please. Hey, just figure it out, right? Figure it out. <laughs> okay, I mean, hey, we can't keep on getting mixed messages. Last week, the NYT 
reported about how people are no longer getting vaccinated, especially in Africa. Niggas are not getting vaccinated, right? I read a little fucking part, right? A little piece from the piece, right? And I talked about it on last week's episode. Now, fast forward to this week. Niggas are talking about global immunity increasing. When last week, motherfuckers said, hey, global immunity is no longer increasing. As a matter of fact, shit is stalling. What's going on? Don't make me turn into Stalin, my nigga. The fuck is handing in? I'm confused, right? Everybody's confused. No wonder our fucking public health experts are lost in the sauce. Niggas are trying to figure shit out. Please figure it out. Uh, How about that? Huh? Hey, hey, we still don't have electricity, by the way. Escom, figure it out. Uh, Please, hey, do better. How about that? Huh? Uh, hey, hey, Tulio de Oliveira. You South African? I'm just, hey, because, hey, 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 we have a lot of Cubans over here. Hey, 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 hey. You South African? Don't get me wrong. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Don't get me wrong. Right? We have a lot of Cuban fucking doctors over here running around. Hey, what's happening and figure it out? How about that? <laughs> so fucking silly. Hey, figure it out. Kakupote. Please, figure it out. If I told you once, I told you twice. QB, go to booty. Like a groupie for more ice, armor truck heist. Get the bonus like Nabouchet. In love with you since the days that you say. Now I watch you play Colombo, Picasso. Tricks inside Colossus, turn your castles to brothels. Uh, who you loving? Who you wanna be hugging? Dipping on your ninja Honda with Tunisia and Rada. Why? You woke more body to Jane Fonda. Physical fitness. Mary Blige be my witness. Under pressure, I lie for you. Die for you. Ruga by the side for you. Right hand high for you. Because of you, I'm inherited. Trillions, burying, billions. Bentley Coops, million. Playing to Samaritan in the Sheridan. Crack the dark peas and rimbies. You better have it. What we are seeing now, or at least maybe the first signs, is not completely new variants emerging, but current variants are starting to create lineages of themselves, said Dr. Oliveira. Bruh, hey, wait, what? 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 Hmm? Current variants are starting to create lineages of themselves. Bruh. Hey, 
Hey, are we now facing the legacy variant of COVID-19? Is this it? Bruh, hey, are we now facing COVID-19, the legacy? Is this it? Bruh, what the fuck is going on, bruv? Fam, hey, is the... Hey, dude, are we now facing the generational wealth variant of COVID-19? Is this it, my nigga? Hi, Future. Do you want more kids? Um, yes. By my wife, if I, if I ever get married, you know what I'm saying, I want to have kids by my wife, of course. It could be, like, three, because I never had more than one kid by a girl. So, like, if I had two by her, then it's, like, more than I had. So I feel like it was more special. It's getting spooky, bruv. Buckle the fuck up. Because we are now facing the legacy variants of Omicron. The Omicron family is basically the Morocco family. <laughs> Bruh, hey, this is it. Omicron, the legacy. Buckle up. And oh, hey, public health experts, figure it out. Duh! How about that? Huh? How about that? Bruh, since its initial identification in South Africa and Botswana last November, Omicron has produced several sub-variants. Buckle up. Legit, bruv. Fam, in South Africa, researchers estimate that about 90% of the population has some immunity. I mean, do you believe this shit? What, about 90% of the population has some immunity? I mean, come on, come on. Is this real? Like, are these numbers, like, are these numbers real? I mean, dude, hey, hey, okay, right? If these numbers are real, then, then why is the government panicking then? Huh? Bruh, hey, if around 90% of South Africa's population has some immunity, then, then, you know, what are we doing here? Huh? Why am I worried, then? I mean, I mean, dude, hey, balance me! Why am I worried? You know, listen, fam, hey, hey, if around 90% of South Africa's population has some immunity, how about, you know, I don't need the fucking booster, then? <laughs> how about that? Because I guess we good, right? We good. We 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 fine. We 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 do. Right. We 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 we. Right. I mean we uh, we know we 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 good. I mean we we pee pee we. <laughs> right. We good. Right. We 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 do do We good though. Right. Right. Hey hey space invaders. Hey pee 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 pee. We good though, right? Huh? I mean, 90% of the population has some immunity. I mean, bruh, we good though, right? Right? I mean, we eat. We, 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 we. good, right? We nice though, right? Huh? We good. Right? Research.
researchers estimate that about 90% of the population has some immunity, in part from inoculation, but largely because of previous infections. Yet immunity from infection typically begins to wane at around three months. It's natural to see reinfection at this stage, particularly given people's changing behaviors like less mask wearing and traveling more, said Dr. Ali Mokdad. Bruh, like, South Africa is truly diverse. I mean, we have a doctor named Tulio de Oliveira and now this fucking guy, right? Like, like we, we are really... We are really diverse. I mean, we have a doctor named Tulio de Oliveira and, and, and Ali Mokdad. I mean, you know? And Dr. Ali Mokdad is an epidemiologist at the University of Washington. Oh, this this person is not South African. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. You know what I mean? Ali Mokdad is not, is not South African. My bad. But, but you know, uh, you know... These writers, you know, I mean, they need to do better though, right? Right? I mean, you are talking about South Africa, right? Then, then why are you talking to people in Washington? I mean, I mean, like, what does Ali Mokdad know about South Africa? I mean, I'm like, you know, he doesn't have boots on the ground. I mean, you know, hey, hey, dear NYT writers, how about write better? How about make it clear who's in South Africa and who isn't, you know? Right? Don't just don't just hit me with a bunch of words, and then at the end be like, "Oh yeah, uh, Ali Mokdad said that," and this person, you know, is in Washington. How about hey, hey, we spoke to you know Ali Mokdad, and he or she said the following, and then you know, and and by the way, you know, Ali Mokdad is from you know Washington D.C. How about you know clarity? Right? Just 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 clear shit up. You know, right? I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, now I sound dumb, right? But like, you know, now you niggas made me sound dumb, and, you know, and, and you niggas know that, you know, I, I feel myself a bit too much, I, you know, I hate feeling dumb, I hate looking dumb because I'm not dumb, I'm, I'm a pretty smart guy, so I will about, you know, learn how to write better, how about that? Maui is a fucking genius. Do better, right, that's all I'm saying. All fucking facts, write better. Execute your pieces better. That's all I'm saying. Right, and by the way, Dr. Ali Mokdad is an epidemiologist, right, of the University of Washington, D.C., and, and formerly of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hey, we get it. You know, Dr. Ali Mokdad is a successful doctor. Ooh, you know? Like, there's no need for y'all to, to just give us this person's entire fucking resume, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, you know, I'm just, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm just a guy, right? I'm just saying. But I digress. I don't want peace. I want problems, always. Emerging data shows that in unvaccinated people, BA.4 and BA.5 both evade natural defenses produced from an infection with the original Omicron variant known as BA.1, which sent case counts skyrocketing in South Africa last winter, Dr. de Oliveira said. The result is symptomatic infections with the new subvariants.
That is the reason why it is starting to fuel a wave in South Africa, Dr. De Oliveira said. Bruh, Dr. De Oliveira is, is a yapper, right? He or she be just yapping a lot, right? I got information, I got data, yappity, yap, yap, yap. You know what I mean? Hey, 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 Dr. Tulio De Oliveira, how about start a podcast? Okay, and and how about how about name your podcast? Figuring it out. Duh. How about that? Huh? Name your podcast. Figuring it out. Duh. Figure it out. Right. Right. Name your pod. Figuring it out. Name it that. That's a perfect name for a pod because you a yapper. You talk a lot. Right. Start a podcast. Yappity yap yap yap. I got information. Yappity yap yap yap. BA.4, BA.5. Yappity yap yap yap. BA.1. Yappity yap yap yap. I don't want peace. I want problems always. Scientists are still studying whether this new wave creates milder or more severe illnesses. And it is unclear if the two subvariants could surge elsewhere in the world. We are at an awkward global moment where the past can't really predict the future, said Dr. Kavita Patel, a primary care physician who led the pandemic preparedness response for the H1N1 swine flu virus during the Obama administration. These doctors, you know, they just be happy. <laughs> H1N1, yup, 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 yup. It's silly. It's fucking silly. Bruv, as coronavirus cases continue to rise in New York City, God damn it, the city entered a higher risk level for the virus last week Monday. A troubling reminder that the pandemic is not over and the virus still has the power to harm New Yorkers. Yep. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. The city moved into the medium or yellow risk category for virus transmission, a development that could trigger the return of public health restrictions, although they are not required to be reinstated at this point. Brian, New York has moved into the medium or, or the yellow risk category. What you niggas got what? Traffic light indicators? For your fucking COVID-19 alert levels. Bruv, in South Africa, we keep it basic. Okay, straight to the fucking point. Right? We got level 1, level 2, level 3, level 4, level 5. Okay? How about, how about, hey, just, just, hey, simplify. Like D5, of course. Legit, bruv, simplify. Edit more. Do better. Okay? Follow Dieter Ramsey's 10 principles or 10 rules, right, of design, right? Good design is simplifying, <laughs> okay? Good design is just, you know, keeping things simple, basic, straight to the fucking point. Oh, oh, we are now in the, in the yellow, uh, uh, risk category, ooh. Oh, oh, yesterday it was green, oh, today it's yellow, and... And ooh, red, ooh, red is danger, ooh. <laughs> right? Like, take it easy, my nigga. 
relax. Mayor Eric Adams, who last month contracted his first known case of the virus, his first known case, you know, like, hey, hey, I just contracted my first known case of HIV and AIDS. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? His first known case? I just contracted my first known case of gonorrhea. <laughs> What's going on, my nigga? Huh? But I fucking digress. So have you ever done DMT? Mayor Eric Adams, who last month contracted his first known case of the virus, will face difficult decisions over whether to bring back the mask and vaccine mandates at a time when he is focused on the city's economic recovery and workers are returning to offices. The city is now seeing nearly 2,500 new cases per day. What? Fam, New York is gonna get shut down. Legit. A significant jump from about 600 daily cases in early March. The latest rise fueled by the highly contagious Omicron subvariant known as BA.2 does not rival the first Omicron surge in December and January. When a mayor has swagger, the city has swagger. <laughs> We've allowed people to beat us down so much that all we did was wallow in COVID. That's all we did, and we no longer believed. This is a city of swagger. This is a city of resiliency. And all of these messages out there of what is going to happen, what is going to happen, we're going to survive. The city of swagger? Hey, relax, Eric Adams. But recorded case levels are as high as they were when the Delta variant swept through the city last year. What's more, case levels in New York City and around the country are likely much higher than the official stats because many residents are testing at home and positive at-home tests are not typically included in official tallies. We are fucked. The world is just fucked. Because COVID-19 is not going anywhere. Buckle the fuck up, my niggas. Okay, we are now facing the legacy variant of COVID-19. The generational wealth variant of COVID-19. Buckle up. That's all I'm saying, bruv. Buckle up. Keep your fucking head on a swivel. Fam, Denmark became the world's first nation to suspend the COVID-19 vaccination campaign. What? Yeah. Denmark is the first country to halt its COVID-19 vaccination program as the virus is under control. Wait, I'm confused, bruh. Hey, do we have this shit under control or nah? Huh? Is it under control, yes or no? What's going on? Are we all gonna die or are we all gonna live? My nigga, I'm confused. <laughs> bruh. I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, fake ho.
homies do Turn to fake phony dudes Let me find out that you phony too Yeah, fake homies do Turn to fake Fill my cup, beat my bitch, hold my gun, low bitch, up, count my slugs. Yeah, they don't know nothing, roll my blunt, eat my bitch. They don't know nothing, roll my blunt, fill my cup. They don't know nothing, roll my blunt, fill my cup, beat my bitch, rub my gut, rub your butt, beat my slut, beat my cut. Yeah, so what? Fuck them hoes. They don't know nothing. Fuck they talk about. They don't know nothing. Time to call up with the buzz. First I throw the white nine. Probably think I wanna hit it run. Bad girls wanna have fun. I don't want no goody two shoes, no none. I ain't no priest, I ain't gon' preach. I don't want no goody goody, but you still crazy. I share my clothes with my bitch, like she my sis. I don't beat my bitch, I need my bitch. She clean my crib, she beat my friends. She keep my secret, she keep my fridge packed, my freezer lit. That's how deep I get. Negative degrees, what's the type of bitch I need? Throw my, my blood, fill my cup, beat my bitch. Hold my, hold my, no bit, yup, count my slug They don't know nothing, roll my blood, eat my bitch They don't know nothing, roll my blood, fill my cup They don't know, they don't know, roll my blood, fill my cup Be my bitch, rub my gut, rub your butt Be my slug, be my cunt, yeah, so what? Fuck them hoes, they don't know nothing Fuck they talk about, they don't know nothing She got big accounts too Shit you couldn't count, just picking numbers that you couldn't count to Like an attitude curve a nigga when she didn't have to Around the laws like a British council Put all the sticks around you, nigga build you Put in castle, got a penthouse, see the Bronx Zoo Got a townhouse with a town view Got some round sound with the top down Up Ellington, up the sound view I was lost then, but I found you A little slim thick with a bounce too It's your tough love that I'm bound to I fuck it up, then it's round two Hold my, hold my blood, fill my cup Beat my bitch, hold my, hold my Low bit, yup, count my slug They don't know nothing, hold my blood Beat my bitch, they don't know nothing Hold my blood, fill my cup they don't know, roll my blood, fill my cup, be my bitch, rub my gut, rub your butt, be my slut, be my cunt, yeah, so what? Fuck them hoes, they don't know nothing. Fuck they talk about, they don't know nothing. Oh my.
my gun, blow this up, count my slug. Yeah, they don't know nothing, blow my blood to my bitch. They don't know nothing, blow my blood, fill my cup. They don't know nothing, blow my blood, fill my cup. Be my bitch, rub my gut, rub your butt, be my slug, be my cut. Yeah, so what? Fuck them hoes. They don't know nothing. ndigo <laughs> Hey, I said you can you can deal with a guy that got a job. Do you have a job, Jay? Yes. Okay, why well, can't I deal with you? The reason why I can <laughs> She no, said it as a like it was like an option. Like, no, it's not an option, and that's what I was gonna say. Rule respect to your girlfriend. That's not that's not what she's I She's not gonna take it personally. Yeah, she no, I can't working. take nobody that got a job either. That's why I said I would I don't want though? nobody with a job. Because if we wanna go to Jamaica yeah. to see your girl's family, and you can't because you got a job. But comes you can't to tell them like, Oh, I gotta go to Jamaica tomorrow. True. Like you got to No, but when it so comes So you could just leave your job. I mean Anytime, like right, like you told us, we had to push the time back because you didn't get off work till a certain time. Like that yeah. already is like a hassle. Okay. No, but that's a red flag. For me, no, not it's flag. not a red flag. But for me personally, because I know when a lot of people say, "Oh, I can't date a man with a job," a lot of people on the internet take it to offense. But me, mm-hmm. Destiny, cannot mm-hmm. date a man with a job. One because I'm very spontaneous, and I need wait, 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 Jay, before you get to leaning back and breaking the chair. What I'm saying is, and I also need a man to understand where I'm at in the moment that I'm at. Like, I probably will have a week where I work so much, and then I have a week where I don't work at all. You get what I'm saying? So as an entrepreneur, it's like it's very up and down, mm-hmm. and I just want somebody to understand the mental state that I'm in. Sometimes I get really, really depressed because I always have to show up for people. Mm-hmm. So then I'll be like, I-, I want a man to be there to comfort me during that moment. I just feel like a so man. So you want a maid too? I don't want a maid. I want a man. So you want to take over for Letterman. You want to host Late Show on CBS. Yeah, that's... Well, here's the thing with that, champ. That's short for champion. If you want to be a talk show host, it's better if you're funny. Now, there have been some guys who are not funny. Tom Snyder, David Susskind, Ted Koppel... But funny's better. Now, have you ever had any experience with being funny? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a comedian. 
you're a comedian. I've known you for a week and you haven't made me laugh once. I had no idea you were a comedian. I thought you were a newsman. No, I'm not a newsman. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Jesus. Well, all right. Let's see it. See what? See the funny. Make me laugh. Go. Go? Go. Funny. Three, two, one. I'm go. I'm not that kind of funny. What kind of funny? The kind where you just say go and I'm funny. All right. I think you better leave my office. Jack, Mr. Dole, I, I look, there's different kinds of funny, right? There's different kinds of performers. I'm not that kind of performer. Let me tell you what kind of what you are. You're whatever you have to be to make people laugh. Anytime, anywhere, anyone. You turn it on on a dime. You get that belly moving, son, or you're out. Now tell the truth. You're just scared, like a rookie. You're like some kid at a talent show with a number pinned to your shirt. You got nothing or you would have shown me now. So get out. Thank you. Have a nice day. Fine. Lick, I, I can't, I can't, I can't give up on this. I don't, uh, this is either a, a, a door or a wall for me, and I, it's either the beginning or the end. I, I don't, I, please. Okay, then. Let's see the funny. Three, two, one, go. Funny. This is it, bud. You want me to start at one and go up? One, two, three, funny. Okay, last chance and then we're really done. Done and done. Let's go, kid. You want the big gig? Let's see it. Make me laugh at the count of three. One, two. Dear girls with the word art tattooed on their bodies, how about relax? How about that? Stop feeling yourself so much. Take it easy. Listen, bruv, don't get me wrong. I'm all for loving thyself. I'm all for taking care of yourself. And in many ways, I'm all for feeling oneself. But you bitches are taking it a bit too far. Because y'all are not art pieces. No, you bitches are heterotrophic bipedal carbon-based mammals whose views and ideas of self are shaped by the milieu and the zeitgeist at large. You bitches are because of Instagram. <laughs> you bitches are because Rihanna. You are because reality television. Take it easy. You motherfuckers are not creative. You motherfuckers are not artistic. You bitches are unoriginal as fuck. How about expand your vocabulary? How about that? All of you bitches look the same. Right? You bitches are running around all over Instagram with weaves. Right? And those little fucking baby hairs did. Oh my edges. Oh my god. Oh I snapped. Oh, oh, I snapped when I did my edges. Relax. You bitches.
churches are running around all looking the same with the word art tattooed on your bodies. I mean, bruh, hey, relax. Expand your vocabulary. Learn new words. Legit, bruv, learn new words. Read a couple of books. Huh, listen to a couple of books. Do better. How about that? Fall in love with other words. Right? Words like banality. Right? Vapid or vapidity. Right? And words like impressionable. Because those words better define the type of people that you bitches are. Y'all are not art pieces. Take it easy. You bitches are getting pooped on in Dubai. We saw the video. We saw the video. We saw the Potter Party video. We all saw it. I'm traumatized by it. We saw the video of that black sister, that black queen, getting pooped on. Her fucking face. Bruh, her face was covered. Her face was just covered in sludge. <laughs> right? Right? Her face was covered in shit. Right? And she had a guy just, just, just hovering. Right? Ass agape. Well, asshole agape. Hovering above her face. Just shitting on her. Ah, Eman. Ah, Come back, bro. Yo, Jesus. Come back, my nigga. Evidently, your kids need you, my nigga. Come back. Don't be a deadbeat father like your father. Come back, my nigga. We need you. Bro, we all saw that shit. Right? We all saw that part of party video. We all saw that shit. Literally and figuratively, bro. And I bet you right now, that bitch who was getting pooped on probably has a tattoo of the word art somewhere on her body. Cut the shit! (laughs) Cut the shit! Cut the shit! You bitches are not art pieces. No! (laughs) Nah, nah, nah! You bitches are out here peeing in Ubers. What's that about, bruv? What's going on in Midrand? What's happening over there, bruv? What's going on in Midrand? Motherfuckers be out there living la vida loca, driving VWs, using iPhones, while their fucking furniture is just a bunch of camp chairs. What's going on in Midrand? Did y'all see that video of that bitch? Who got picked up by an Uber in Midrand? Right? That drunk, quote unquote, slay queen who peed in the Uber that picked her up in Midrand. Did y'all see that shit? That bitch paid with a wet 200. <laughs> Did 
still see that shit? She paid, right? She paid the Uber driver with a wet 200. And yo, you ain't got to guess, right? You ain't got to guess. <laughs> what, what liquid got that 200 wet? You ain't got to guess. She peed on it, right? That 200 that she paid with was just drenched in pee. Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Mensa, sir. Welcome. So no, you bitches are not art pieces. Nah. You bitches ain't got it like that. Listen, I'm all for self-love. Love yourself. Right? Like I said. And I already said this a couple of minutes ago. Love yourself. It's a beautiful thing. Right? Love yourself. However, you bitches are taking it a bit too far. Like, bitch, you are not a Michelangelo? Hey, hey, bitch, you are not a Picasso, my nigga. You are not a Juan Gris, my nigga. Take it easy, my nigga. Your whole swag ain't cubism, my nigga. Relax. Relax. Right? You are just some fucking daddy from the free state. Right? Who came to Johannesburg? Searching for a better life. Listen, salute to you. Salute to you. However, you are not an art piece. Relax. Stop tattooing the word art on your bodies. Please. And listen. Listen. Listen, I get it. Right? It's your body. Right? Some of you bitches are listening to this shit going, Hey, Maui. Stop trying to control women's bodies, Maui. Listen, I ain't trying to control anybody. All I'm saying is, you bitches are not creative. I mean, all of y'all, like, like all of y'all have the same tattoo. Huh? All of y'all? All of y'all have the word art tattooed on your body. So, all of y'all are art pieces. Listen, I'm all for self-love. But my nigga, yo, how about cut the shit? Okay? Cut the shit! None of you bitches are art pieces. None of you bitches are masterpieces. None of you bitches are artistic. None of you bitches are dope. Relax. Right? Artistically speaking, you bitches, hey, you bitches are kitsch. <laughs> These are all fucking facts. You bitches are kitsch. So cut the shit. Right? Stop tattooing the word art on your body. Be creative. <laughs> Expand your vocabulary. Read a couple of books. Do better. Inculcate yourself with dopeness. Inculcate yourself with knowledge. All fucking facts. Right? Stop going to conquer. <laughs> Legit. Read a couple of books. Stop 
going to conquer. Stop dancing to Amapiano. How comes are this small? Oh my God. Right? Stop being that bitch. Stop being that bitch. Right? Who cares about your vest? Yo, the root of Ntonton. Stop being that bitch. Right? Yo, Uncle Raphael's. Yo, you're a Drake. Stop being that bitch. Right? Read a couple of things, bruv. Buy a couple of books. And buy a couple of books, my nigga. I ain't talking about these bullshit ass self help books. Right? You bitches. You bitches love reading books by, by Oprah and Michelle Obama. Nah! Read some real shit! Right? Some real rugged and raw shit, my nigga. Right? Learn some shit. Don't be out there reading some soppy ass billionaire story. Oh, oh, this is how I made it. Oh, this is how I did it. Right? Stop reading garbage. All facts. Do better. Better yourself. Because, bruv, if you bitches really loved yourselves, right? If you bitches really viewed yourselves as art pieces, y'all are gonna go out of your way. To do better. Right? Y'all are gonna go out of your ways. To to be original. Y'all are not original. Because y'all all have. The same tattoo. And I'm pretty sure. Y'all saw that fucking tat. On, uh, on some fucking daddy. On, on Instagram. Or Twitter. Right? Y'all saw that shit. On the discover page. On Instagram. And Joe were like, oh yeah, like, oh shit, like, if this bitch thinks she's an art piece, hell, I think I'm an art piece too, so might as well tattoo the word art on my body as well. Do better. How about that? Stop tattooing garbage on your bodies. Find yourself, my nigga. Be original. And listen, I have nothing against tattoos. I have nothing against tattoos, right? Am I tattooed up? Nope, right? I don't fuck with them personally, okay? Personally, right? Within my own personal capacity, I don't fuck with tattoos. However, however, I have no fucking problem with tattoos, right? Let's keep it a buck though. Some of them look dirty, just saying, right? Some of them look dirty, you know what I mean? Hey, listen, I have no problem with tattoos, but evidently I do. <laughs> nah, nah, all jokes aside, I have no fucking beefs. <laughs> I have no beef with tattoos, okay? I got zero beef with tattoos. All I'm saying is, be creative, right? Find yourself. Define who you are. Don't let social media define who you are, my nigga. Don't be because of Instagram. Be yourself. Be original. Because I bet you right now, right? The person you really are is doper than the person you are portraying. These are all fucking facts. God damn it, I'm spitting. Right? Right? Hey, I'm spitting. Right? Right? Hey, I'm spitting yet again. Yet again, I'm teaching. I'm preaching. Look at me. Huh? Who the fuck am I, T.D. Jakes? 
Bro, am I a teacher? Who the fuck am I? Steve Harvey? Huh? Bro, yo, I'm a wealth of knowledge. Who the fuck am I? Rick Rubin? What's happening? And I'm teaching. Right? I'm teaching. Stop tattooing garbage on your body, my nigga. Do better. All facts. Right? And talking about tattoos. <sighs> Bruv, uh, what's, what's Pete Davidson doing? Huh? And listen, listen, like, I, I have no beef with Pete. Right? I don't know him. He doesn't know me. Right? I don't really care for him. He doesn't care for me. But, but we are both comedians. Right? Right? We are both Basically fighting, you know, the same fight. Like, we are comedians and, and you know, I, 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 I respect him as a comedian, right? As a funny guy. However, uh, ever since he started dating Kim Kardashian, I, listen, I, I, I have lost a bit of respect, right? I have lost a bit of respect. For Pete Davidson. Now, bruv, does he care, right? If I respect him or not? No. He doesn't give a flying fuck. Right? He's Pete Davidson. Right? He doesn't care. Right? He's on top of the world right now. Right? He's fucking the world's bottom bitch. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All I'm saying is, ever since he started dating Kim Kardashian, he's been moving funny style. I mean, this nigga has tattooed the initials of Kim and Kanye's kids on his neck. I mean, I mean bruh, uh, wh wh why? Like, what? Like, dude, hey, huh? Pete Davidson has tattooed the initials, right? The initials of Kim and Kanye's kids on his neck. What's that about, my nigga? What's that about? Bruh, hey, that's creepy. That's weird. This nigga has been dating Kim Kardashian for two minutes. Fuck it. Two seconds. Right? And, and he already has a bunch of Kim related tats all over his body, bruh. He's got one tattoo that reads, and I quote, My girl is a lawyer, end quote. That's a Kim Kardashian related tattoo, right? Bruh, hey, what is, is this man okay? Like, like, what's going on? Like, fam, is he good up there? Like, 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 what's going on, bruv? What's happening? Is Pete Davidson okay? Huh? Because evidently he's not. Right? He's a nutcase. He's not. He's a fucking nutcase. He's not okay. He's not okay. So how's, uh, how's your year going? Good? I've had a, I've had a really weird year. I had an AIDS scare this year. Yeah, I did, and you're like, Pete, wow, what's going on in your life? 
Are you uh, sharing needles? Are you doing heroin? Are you having tons of unprotected sex? No, Kanye told me I had AIDS. And, uh, and he's, uh, he's a genius. So I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I better call my doctor. The guy who made college dropout thinks I have AIDS. So I went to the doctor. I actually got checked because I was like, maybe he's right. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. So my doctor told me, I don't have AIDS. I just look like I have it. So it's a completely different thing. You know what's really funny about that? AIDS is just such an old school like thing. Like, you have AIDS. It's like it's just such a 90s, early 2000s thing to like, you know what I mean? John Mulaney called me and he's like, AIDS, you should spread a rumor that he has polio. <laughs> Does anybody else secretly hope that like Kanye pulls like a Mrs. Doubtfire? I come home one day and they're like, this is the new housekeeper. And he's like, what's up, fam? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, been, it's, it's a really weird thing to go through. Like, uh, there's, because, you know, people try to give you advice, but even friends that are, like, older, they're like, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, it looks pretty bad, bro. I hope. <laughs> Good luck. Sorry. Here if you need. But, like, no advice. No one was like, this is what you do. Everyone was like, oh, yeah. You staying with your mom? You in a safe spot? But, but people ask me weird questions. So it's, that's the only thing I don't like. They ask you weird stuff. Like the other day, somebody came up to me and was like, I, I heard uh, you're friends with Jack Harlow. And I, I am. He's a very great, talented rapper. He's a cool dude. Nice guy. So we're pals, right? And... Uh, Kanye put him on his on his new album. Uh, even you know, even though I've been friends with him for like two, three years, you know, he did it anyway. And people come up to me and they're like, "How does that make you feel? Does that bother you? Does that get under your skin?" And I'm like, "No, he's a rapper. That's his field. That's that's what they do. That doesn't hurt my feelings. It would hurt my feelings if I saw like Bill Burr at Sunday service." Yeah, I don't get it. A lot, a lot of people are very angry at me. There's like, it's always 50-50 when I go outside. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's always 50-50. Either someone's just like, hey, man, you're really cool. That's, that's great. Or someone's like, hey, yo, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you. I always am like, can't be me. Fam, like, what the fuck is Pete Davidson doing? Is he trolling Kanye or is he on his Michael Jackson? Like, bruv, what's going on? Like, somebody please balance me. Because this man tattooed the following initials. And I quote, K-N-S-C-P. Right? Which has led many to think that they stand for Kim, North, Saint, Chicago, and Psalm. Like, hey, 
this is creepy. This is weird. Bruh, hey, listen, listen. Stop dating crazy people. How about that? Stop dating crazy people. Bruh, hey, hey. Most of you bitches are out there dating lunatics. And then, and then when those lunatics start lunaticking, you'll go on social media saying that man ain't shit. No, no, no. We, hey, listen, men are good, generally, right? Most niggas are good. Most niggas are just leading normal lives, right? Leading normal, honest lives. Most niggas, right? But some niggas, like Pete Davidson and Kanye West, right? Are lunatics, right? And most of you bitches date some niggas, right? Who just so happen to be lunatics. Most of you bitches date the lunatic few dudes, <laughs> right? Who are available to y'all. Legit, bruv. Legit. Stop dating crazy people. These motherfuckers are nuts. Legit, bruv. Kanye, Pete Davidson, Drake, all of these niggas. These niggas are lunatics. All facts, right? When one digs deeper, Bruh, hey, what he or she will find is just some fucking lunacy. Legit, all you are gonna find is psychosis, my nigga. These people are crazy. Right? However, however, Kim Kardashian, yeah, not herself, is also crazy. Right? Kim Kardashian is also a lunatic. Bruh, Ray J pulled up last week. On the Daily Mail. And he said, yo, yo, yo. Yo, Kim is out here lying. Right? She's out here claiming that I have a second sex tape when she has all the sex tapes. Right? Where does Kim Kardashian and her mother, Kris Jenner, have all the tapes? That is why I encourage men uh, to suck those titties. And I encourage uh, uh, women... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is it embarrassing? You don't suck a titty. Why do you suck? You've got to suck something. <laughs> Why do you suck? Yes. <laughs> and Ray J revealed that the released sex tape, right? The sex tape we all saw. The sex tape that shook the world, right? He revealed that they planned the release. Yeah, he revealed that that release was plotted and schemed and the mastermind was Chris Jenner. I mean, obviously, right? Hey, hey, obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, though, right? Uh, hey, I'm not surprised. Like, hey, listen, how about, how about we already knew that? Hey, Ray J, thank you for confirming the obvious. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate your honesty. Salute to you. Word is, they released the sex tape like an album. It was all planned, right? It was all plotted. <laughs> Hey, we 
live in a crazy world. Motherfuckers would do anything for money. Motherfuckers would do anything for fame. Money just changed everything. I wonder how life without it would go. The jet, right? Drake said it best. Even though nowadays, he, you know, he's sort of kind of creepy. I mean, he's obsessed with, with Uncle Waffles, you know? But that's neither here nor there. Right? We live in a crazy fucking world. Where it is, the sex tape has generated around $100 million. Right? For both parties. For Kim and Ray J. They've made a lot of money from the sex tape. Right? It's all business. Right? It's all business. <laughs> business, you know? <laughs> Ebonics. Right? It's all business, my nigga. All fucking facts. It's all fucking business. We live in a crazy fucking world. Keep your head on a swivel. Legit. Keep your head on a fucking swivel. Legit. Bruv, did y'all see that the guy who attacked Dave Chappelle was carrying a gun knife? <laughs> did y'all see that? That fucking guy had a weapon, right? A deadly weapon. Bruv, an arrest has been made in an incident where a comedian was attacked while on stage at the Hollywood Bowl. We all know who the comedian is. The GOAT, right? Dave Chappelle. Isaiah Lee was charged with assault with a deadly weapon and bail is set at 30,000 US dollars. Right? I'm looking at the weapon. <laughs> like, bruh, hey, what's going on? Huh? This nigga has got this weird fucking weapon here. What the fuck is this? Is it a knife? Is it a gun? Huh? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? You feel me? Like, bruh, what the fuck is this? This is crazy! Bruv, yo, yo, this is some weird fucking weapon. Um, it's a fucking knife, right? That's affixed to the barrel of a gun. Like a bayonet, right? It's getting weird. So this nigga jumped on stage, tackled Dave Chappelle with the intention of stabbing Dave Chappelle to death. I mean, bruh, what's going on, fam? What, like, what's going on, mate? Like, I, 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 I don't get it. I really, I really don't fucking get it. Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me, man. I can't take it no more.
Kunini, wanga koki. Utukalala. Kunini. Mumtati mitren. It will be a gift 164. Is she wearing mark? Go here and let him black. Oh, come here, Lela. Thinking I am a cornucopia of jewels we live in a crazy fucking world, right? And bruv, the big question is, how on earth did this 23-year-old assailant get the gun knife past the metal detector? Like, what, what, what's happening? Where it is, where it is, the LAPD came out and said that there was an entrance at the MP theater um, where the metal detector could be circumvented, right? And of course, that itself is a huge fucking problem. The fuck is going on, bruv? Keep your head on a swivel, my nigga. Legit. And bruv, where it is, Isaiah Lee is a MAGA type dude, right? He's a Donald Trump supporter. And he dropped a song in 2020 called Dave Chappelle. <laughs> right? And on this song, Isaiah Lee raps the following. And I quote, Laugh at you niggas. A joke. Okay. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> wait, 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 is that the song? What? Hey. <laughs> this nigga raps the following, right? The following bar. On the song. <laughs> Laugh at you niggas. A joke. Okay. Right? Isaiah Lee has another song um, where he defends former president, well, former US president Donald Trump with the following lyrics. And I quote, Mega my nigga. That's it. <laughs> like, bro, hey, what the fuck is going on? Like, dude, what's happening? Oh, oh, and then he went on to say on the song, and I quote yet again, why is everybody always hating on my president? End quote. Bruh, hey, what's going on? Huh? The fuck is going on, bruv? What's happening in America? Hey, what's going on? 
on this here fucking planet. Huh? Bruh, hey, hey, listen to this shit, right? This nigga has another bar. I think this is on a song called Trump Phone. On Trump Phone, Isaiah Lee says the following, and I quote, On my Trump, on my Trump, on my Trump phone. <laughs> Said I'm slipping, I've fallen, and I can't get up. Hey. <laughs> you ain't DMX, my nigga. What? Hey, you slipping? And you falling and you can't get up? My nigga, listen. How about stay there? Hey, you slipped and fell and now you can't get up? My nigga, stay down there. How about that? Oh, Lord have mercy. Another coon. Damn coons. I got to do a coon analysis and a coon screening. It only takes a little bit of white brainwash. To activate the cool chip in the average... Buckle up. That's all I gotta say. Buckle the fuck up because niggas have lost their fucking minds. Legit. Motherfuckers have... I lost <laughs> Legit. Okay. These niggas... Hey, these art pieces have... I lost Buckle up. Legit, bruv, niggas have lost their fucking minds. So buckle the fuck up. Fam, hey, Isaiah Lee, stop rapping. Okay? Number one, stop rapping. Number two, stop capping. How about that? Hey, Jamie Foxx, continue slapping. Legit, bruv, hey, they had this fucking guy looking all twisted and shit. I was like, bruh. The fuck is happening? Bruh, hey, is he playing Twister? Fucking no! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. I was like, bruh, look at my mans. They got him looking all upside down and shit. All inside out and shit. My man's is out here looking like a crisscross garment. The fuck is handing in? They got him all twisted up and shit. All contorted and shit. What's handing in, bruv? Left foot on a blue dot. Right foot on a green dot. He's all fucked up and shit. Legit. Legit, bruv. Yo, 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 nigga, listen. They pummeled Isaiah Lee. Legit. Yo, fam. They beat the horrible lyrics out of him, bruv. Yo, fam. Inshallah. Right? Inshallah. I wish you niggas all the best. Legit, bruv. You fucking assailants? <laughs> I wish you motherfuckers all the best. Hey. Hey. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. Legit, hey, nigga, pull up on me. I'ma make your whole swag jump, jump. Pull up on me. I'ma make your bones jump, jump. Hey, my nigga, yo, I'm gonna leave your ass all inside out and shit, my nigga. Jump, huh? Jump. All facts. I'm, listen, hey, if you niggas pull up on the boy, I'm gonna leave you motherfuckers looking like 
and not peace. You niggas are gonna legit be looking like a Picasso, my nigga. All cubism and shit. These are all fucking facts. Isaiah Lee. You know? This motherfucker's black, right? Ain't that a bitch? Huh? Life is crazy, bruv. This nigga's out here dropping whack-ass lyrics. Right? He's out here talking about Trump this, Trump that, MAGA this, MAGA that. Take it easy, my nigga. How about, how about write better? How about that? Learn from the goats like Hove, right? And uh, Drake's Ghost Rider and uh, John Legend. Learn from the fucking goats, my nigga. Write like the goats, right? Bruh, yo, John Legend, yo, fam, have you heard Ordinary People, my nigga? Huh? Have you heard that shit? Bruh, this nigga says, we are just ordinary people. We don't know which way to go. Wait, huh? <laughs> Dude, hey, like, wait, 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 wait. Why is it that ordinary people don't know which way to go? Like, what? Huh? No, how about they know which way to go? However, huh, those places have gatekeepers. Hey, hey, ordinary people know exactly which way to go. However, those places are heavily guarded. How about that? Ordinary people know exactly where they want to be at. But they can't be there, my nigga. Because they broke. Niggas are fucked up in the hood, my nigga. Jed isn't just some up, boy. Right? The Jet Bruv isn't just some Jet Boy. These are all facts. Right? And since we're here, hey, figure it out. <laughs> I'm a lunatic. Ordinary people. You know? Ordinary people legit believe that they are art pieces. Right? That's where we at. Right? As they should, right? They should believe that. Right? We all have the right to think highly of ourselves. Right? That's crucial. Self-love is important. Legit. We are all art. Right? We are all science. Right? We are all the universe. Right? And we have to move as such. We have to carry ourselves as such. Right? We have every single piece of the universe inside of us. Bruv, in many ways, we are all mini-universes. These are all facts. Right? Our bodies, our bodies create life. Did I lie? Did I lie? Did I fucking lie? Our bodies sustain life. Our bodies have a lot of, of tiny ecosystems, right, thriving, right? Motherfuckers be out there just procreating. I mean, bruv, hey, Omicron is now a family. That's a beautiful thing, right? That's a beautiful thing, my nigga. Omicron is like cockroaches. It don't die. It multiplies, and it's a beautiful fucking thing. Omicron is just like us.
right? It's just like human beings. It don't die, it multiplies. These are all fucking facts, right? And there's beauty in that, right? Lest you forget that Omicron doesn't have intelligence. It can't think, right? It only knows one thing, and that thing is to survive and multiply. That's it, right? And in many ways, humanity is the only disease or virus that is aware of its malignant nature, right? We are the only virus in the universe, well, you know, as far as we know, we are the only virus in the universe that is aware that the more it multiplies, the more damage it causes, right? That's crazy, right? But these are all fucking facts. Because let's keep it a buck, human beings are the Omicron to Earth. Earth views human beings as Omicron. Or in the same way that we view Omicron. Right? These are all fucking facts. Humanity is malignant in nature. Humanity is horrible for the planet. Right? We've done nothing but ruin the balance of this beautiful planet. Legit. And fam, sometimes I look at... I look at niggas, you know, just, just, just living their lives while and now. And I go, damn, like, God really doesn't exist. Like, fam, I sometimes look at some people, right, and study their fucking behavior and just how they move in general. And I go, bro, God doesn't exist, right? Or if he does, if he does, it's as if, you know... He sent Jesus or she sent Jesus or they sent Jesus to come die for our sins. And then they went, hey, yeah, this will do. Right? They just gave up on us. Right? Jesus came to die for our sins and then he went, yeah, yeah, this will do. This is good enough. Right? They'll figure it out. And we still haven't figured it out. Right, we still haven't figured anything out. Figure it out. Uh, how about that? You know, we live in a crazy fucking world. Legit, buckle the fuck up, my nigga. Ain't nobody safe. Right? Ain't nobody safe. Now, I have a question uh, for my uh, beautiful African people. What the fuck is John claude Van Damme doing in Africa? Like, somebody please balance me. Fam, word is John claude Van Damme was recently in the Democratic Republic of Congo where he was made the ambassador of youth, environment, and investment in a bid by the African nation to attract Investors. Number one. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. Isn't John claude Van Damme Belgian? He's Belgian, right? Hmm. This is weird. Right? This is <laughs> this is awkward. I'm sorry. Hey, this man is Belgian. Right? And he has been made the ambassador of the DRC's youth 
and environment and investment. Wait, what? Didn't the Belgians take everything from the Congo? Didn't King Leopold II just just rape and, and pillage the Congo? Didn't King Leopold loot the Congo? Bruh, Belgium is the way that it is today because of the Congo. Now, why the fuck is Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> the fucking ambassador of the Congo's youth? He's a Belgian man. And listen, I get it, right? Jean-Claude Van Damme is not King Leopold II. However, how about let's get somebody in there who is not the direct descendant or, or who didn't directly benefit from the destruction of the people of Congo, the destruction of the Congolese people. How about that? Jean-Claude is a white man who benefited a lot from the destruction of the Congo. Now, why the fuck is he being rewarded in this way? And I understand, right? I get it. I understand John claude Van Damme's influence in Africa or on Africans in general. Bruh, hey, I was a karate kid, right? Or is it karate, right? I was a karate kid, my nigga, right? Even though, you know, I left the fucking karate school like when I was a blue belt. Hey, listen, I made it to blue. You feel me? I made it to blue. There's what it is. I got a strap or two. Hey, bismillah. Right? All I'm saying is, John claude had a lot of influence on me. Right? He's got this movie, what? Double Impact, Universal Soldier, Kickboxer. My nigga, this nigga is a fucking legend. Right? Out there fighting with Tom Poe and shit. Tom Poe was out there kicking walls. Bro, this nigga was out there kicking trees. John claude was out there fucking kicking pine trees and shit. Training for Tom Poe. While Tom Poe was out there kicking concrete. And this nigga beat Tom Poe. Right? It is what it is. All I'm saying is, yes, this man is influential in Africa. Right? He's got a lot of pull in Africa. People respect him in Africa. However, however, like making this man an ambassador to the Congo is not a good look. That's all I'm saying. It's not a good look. What the fuck are you doing? Listen to this shit, bruv. John claude Van Damme has been given a mission to promote the DRC internationally. He is set to use his fame and notoriety to advance Congolese sport and culture. Makes sense. But above all else, enhance the protection of forests as well as local fauna and flora. Doesn't make sense. Right? Hey, hey, what the fuck does John claude Van Damme know about forests? 
What does this man know about fauna and flora? I mean, hey, bruh, dude, the power that white people still have over black minds is just, it's, it's insane. Legit, it's fucking insurmountable. The power that white people still hold over black minds, over the psyche of black people, bruh, it's beyond me. This is wild. How about give a local botanist the fucking title? How about make a local botanist the fucking ambassador of climate change in the DRC? You niggas are giving a movie star, right? All of these fucking titles. Why? Because he's white? Like, bro, none of this makes sense. Bitch-ass white boy. Deputy Foreign Minister Sammy Adubango presented the Belgian actor with the passport on behalf of President Felix Chisekedi. The DRC wants to put climate at the heart of discussions with international partners and present solutions to global warming. Hey, hey, is John claude Van Damme going to help you niggas to present those fucking solutions to global warming? What the fuck is going on? Not only will the Belgian actor hone in on climate, he will also be responsible for attracting more investors to the country, especially in the agricultural sector. Like, what? Huh? In addition, John claude Van Damme wants to convince fellow celebrities that the DRC is a safe country. <laughs> like, what? What's going on, dude? Your life is nothing. You serve zero purpose. You should kill yourself now. And give somebody else a piece of that oxygen and, and ozone layer that's covered up so that we can breathe inside this blue trap bubble. Because what are you here for? To worship me? Kill yourself. I mean that with 100%, with 1,000%. He came out and said the following. And I quote, I will try to convince Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Jackie Chan, and many others. Hey, my nigga, just say, I will try. To convince the expendables. How about that? <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck is this? And hey, hey, John Claude, how about don't try to convince these people? How about convince them? How about that? Huh? Don't try. Do. Okay? Okay, bruv? Hey, let me continue with this shit. And I quote, There are also singers like Jennifer Lopez, footballers like Messi, Ronaldinho, Cristiano Ronaldo, they have to come to this country to show that there is security. Showing that Congo can protect showbiz actors. Like, what? Hey, end quote. Hey, what? Huh? The fuck is going on? He included that this mission was on a voluntary basis and he would not be paid. Okay. John claude Van Damme had previously met with the president of the DRC in 2021. Of course he's not going to be getting paid. Right? right? These niggas be out there. Hey, these niggas be out there stealing fucking 
natural resources, right? So of course he's not gonna be getting paid by the government, however, he's gonna be getting paid in the private sector. That's how it works. Do the math. Read, you know, betwixt the lines, right? Right, you heard that? Betwixt, right? Hey, 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 dear art pieces, <laughs> how about read some more, okay? Learn some shit! Don't play yourself! <laughs> Learn some shit, my nigga. Legit. Learn some shit. John Claude is wildin'. What the fuck is going on on this planet, my nigga? What the fuck is Vladimir Putin talking about? Oh my fucking god. It never stops! Right? This war in Ukraine is, is the gift that keeps on giving. Legit, I mean, bruv, we have Joe Biden, right, asking the government over there for $33 billion. He's asking the U.S. government for $33 billion, right, so that he can continue helping the Ukraine. I mean, bruh, hey, evidently this war is the fucking gift that keeps on giving, right? Bruh, I want my slice. I want my piece of this shit, bruh. I want a piece of the action. All facts. What the fuck is Vladimir Putin talking about? Huh? Like, bruh, hey, hey, what's going on over there? Like, what are y'all doing? Huh? huh what are y'all doing over there, bruh? Hey, Vladimir Putin's acolytes, right? The Russian state media has threatened the United Kingdom with something called a nuclear tsunami. What the fuck is a nuclear tsunami, my nigga? What are y'all talking about? Like, hey, what are y'all talking about? In his Sunday evening primetime show, the Channel One anchor, Dmitry Kisilyov. Is everybody a Lyov over there? Is everybody a Vladimir over there? Like, everybody is either a something-something Ilov. Or, a, you know, a Vladimir XYZ. Everybody's Vladimir. Everybody has a fucking Eov over there. How the fuck you getting cake, but you with the Mickey D's on a day, little bitch? Why you hate, little bitch? Come around, never say it to my face, little bitch. You a op, little bitch. Slide through, smack your ass with the Glock, little bitch. You, you, you don't shop, little bitch. Heard you stole everything you got, little bitch. You a grown, little bitch, but your ass ain't living on your own, little bitch. You a wrong, little bitch. Sneak dissing every time you hear my song, little bitch. You a thigh, little bitch. Put the pics on the ground, man, you bro, little bitch. What? You a pop, little bitch. Dick riding, cause a nigga got a tie, little bitch. You a ratchet, little bitch. Fuck the block, now you hollering out, squad, little bitch. Squad. You, you, you a fire, little bitch. Got everybody came out the car, little bitch. It's all silly, bruv. Legit. Everybody is a Vladimir in Russia. It's fucking silly, but I fucking digress. Right? The Channel One anchor, Dmitry Kisilyov, said a strike by Russia's Poseidon nuclear underwater drone could turn Britain into a wasteland by drowning the country in a 500-meter tidal wave of radioactive seawater. Like, you niggas, man. These motherfuckers watch too many movies. Legit! 
Oh, fucking facts, bro. Yo, they talk like every single movie villain ever. It's a silly. Oh, oh, we'll drown the country in a 500 meter tidal wave of radioactive seawater. Don't fuck with us, Boris. It's silly, man. It's truly silly. Relax. Take it easy. You feel me? Take it easy, my nigga. Cut the shit, my nigga. You niggas are not in any fucking position. Right? To be making threats. Relax. We live in a crazy fucking world. Fam, a flight on its way to Egypt ended in a fatal crash back in 2016. And a new investigation reveals that it all came down to one cigarette. Hey, stuff smoking. Okay? The report, viewed exclusively by Italian news organization Correre, uh, you know, Della Lele, Malele, right? Coilere? <laughs> Что мне дни, что мне эти минуты, возьмите себе Или отдайте кому-то вечности Пожалуй, не так уж и много, если есть назад Хотя бы одна дорога, стань не вновь Моими рваными джинсами без тебя Я не понимаю прозу, я забью На все свои прежние принципы ветер, ночь Ты пистолеты и розы The report concludes that Pilot Ali Ali Shuker lit a cigarette in the cockpit of the Egypt air flight, causing oxygen that was leaking from an emergency mask to burst into flames. Bruh, the fuck? Hey, hey, Ali Ali Shuker. The fuck, hey, the fuck were you doing, my nigga? Huh? Fam, why the fuck was this nigga smoking? In the cockpit to begin with. Like, bro, what the fuck is this? Bro, hey, this crash happened in 2016. Not 1965. When niggas were out there, right? Smoking camels. <laughs> in the fucking cockpit. When niggas were out there drinking booze. In the fucking cockpit. Bro, this happened in 2016. Why the fuck was Ali Ali Shukar? Right? A pilot for Egypt Air. I mean, hey, I'm not saying it was meant to be, but hey, it's in the name. <laughs> right? Hey, EA Sports. <laughs> it's in the name, my nigga. <laughs> right? It's right there. It's right there. Why the fuck was this nigga smoking to begin with? What the fuck is this? Madman? I mean, bruh, this shit is crazy! Egyptian pilots smoked frequently in the cockpit and it wasn't banned six years ago at the time of the crash. Niggas are stressed! Well, they were stressed. Well, they still are stressed. They just don't have, you know. You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, they're particular about the brand they choose. 
in a repeated national survey, doctors in all branches of medicine, doctors in all parts of the country were asked, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to Camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment? See how Camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. Pray for Africa. Honestly, we have the DRC wilding. We have Egyptian pilots smoking. I mean, bruv, it's a fucking shit show. And of course, South Africa. Right? We are dealing with load shedding. Fam, did y'all see what <laughs> what public enterprises minister Pravin Goran said last week? This nigga came out and said that there's no need for a state of disaster for ESCOM. Right? Because we can go up until stage 8 load shedding. Is this a fucking joke? Hey, hey, we can go until what? Until stage eight load shedding. Bruh, hey, as I'm recording this, South Africa is currently under stage two load shedding. Right? Which means that electricity bounces for, you know, plus minus two hours. Right? Every day. Right? Bruh. Hey, hey, this nigga said, hey, nah, 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 there's no need to declare a state of disaster for ESCOM. Even though they're fucking up, right? Even though they are failing the state. Oh, nah, the state has already failed. Even though they are contributing, right, to the failure of the state. There's no need to declare a state of disaster for ESCOM. Because we can go until stage 8. Right? We can basically become Kenya. We can basically become Syria. It's easy to be Syria. Right? Electricity. Hey, nigga. We have the fucking ability. Uh, we got the fucking keys. Right? To push the fucking load shedding stages. Till, till the 8th stage, my nigga. Where electricity can bounce for for eight hours in a day, right? Eight hours out of twenty-four. There will never, never, never be load shedding again. Lies. This country. Is a shit show. All fucking facts. This country is a fucking joke. Jebrov, we don't matter. These niggas don't give a fuck. Our leaders don't care. They don't give a fuck. Provin Gordon never gave a fuck. This nigga, yo, this nigga gives zero fuck. Yo, what the fuck is he now? The public enterprises minister? What the fuck is that? Public enterprises. That sounds made up. 
right? The public enterprises minister. Like, bro, hey, hey, this country is a fucking joke, bro. Legit, we need to do better. We need younger leaders in power. And by younger leaders, I'm not talking about Julius. I'm not talking about Abun Chanchalax. No, no, we need new ideas, new blood, my nigga. All facts. Like progressive thinkers, people who care, people who give a fuck. Right, niggas who aren't racist, niggas who aren't xenophobic. We need progressive thinkers. Motherfuckers who care. Legit. Right? That's who we need in power, my nigga. Because these old niggas don't give a fuck, South Africa. They don't care. They don't care. It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. Police in New Mexico have released footage from a film set of the moments after the fatal shooting of a cinematographer last year. Alina Hutchins, who was 42, was working on the film Rust. She died after a prop gun held by the actor Alec Baldwin discharged. He's previously said he didn't pull the trigger and had no idea how a live bullet came to be on the set. David Willis reports from Los Angeles. Alec Baldwin rehearsing his quick draw only moments before a film set was transformed into a crime scene. The incident sent police racing to this sprawling desert ranch in New Mexico. Newly released police body cam footage shows the chaos that confronted them on arrival. 42-year-old filmmaker Helena Hutchins, regarded as a rising star in the movie industry, was airlifted to a nearby hospital where she later died. Are you doing okay? No, I'm not, actually. Alec Baldwin, who was both the star of the film and one of its producers, appeared stunned and disbelieving. An associate or... what to do. Okay. Tell me what to do. He said he didn't pull the trigger and he didn't know who put a live round in the weapon he fired. The newly released footage also includes his first interview with the police. I take the gun out. And as I take it, like, as it clears, as the barrel clears, the whole turn and cock the gun over here. I turn and cock the gun, the gun goes off. It should have been a cold gun with no rounds inside or dummy rounds, cosmetic rounds, no flash. I take the gun out slowly, I turn, I cock the pistol, bang, it goes off. She hits the ground, she goes down. And then he starts screaming. And I'm thinking, in a flash round, I could see maybe if there was wadding or there's some stuff that's that, that hot and maybe it hit you and burned you. They say sometimes that happens. 
But remember, we're rehearsing, so no one's protected. Last week, local safety officials issued a report detailing safety failures on the set and fined the producers the maximum possible penalty of nearly $140,000. Inquiries are continuing, and detectives say they're still awaiting the results of ballistics and forensic analysis, along with an analysis of Alec Baldwin's phone data before they decide whether to press charges. David Willis, BBC News, Los Angeles. It's literally a sea of pink and parasols. Pink, because that is the color of Vice President Lenny Robredo, who is running for president. And parasols, because it is literally 35 degrees Celsius out. Lenny Robredo is the only woman running for president of the Philippines in a crowded 10-candidate race. She's super popular. 220,000 people came to this rally. <laughs> Do you really think a woman can win this election? Yes, of course. I think Vivi Lenny is different because she has a mother's instinct. We all know that a mother is someone who is very caring, who can show love, uh, uh, unconditional love, and that is what this country needs. Robredo's maternal image couldn't be more different from the man currently in the presidential palace. If you have to shoot, Shoot them dead. Outgoing President Rodrigo Duterte is known for his strongman policies, like a brutal drug war where tens of thousands of people suspected of dealing or just using drugs were gunned down in the streets. Robredo pledges to treat addicts and invite international investigators to look into the deaths during Duterte's reign. Despite her rock star status, Robredo is running a distant second to Ferdinand Marcus Jr. His father, Ferdinand Marcus Sr., was elected president in 1965 and seized complete control of the country in 1972. The uh, proclamation of martial law is not a military takeover. For about a decade, the military basically did his bidding. More than 70,000 people were jailed, 34,000 tortured, and more than 3,200 killed during his dictatorship. There are a lot of names, aren't there? Yeah, uh, probably hundreds of them over time. Edri Olalia grew up under martial law. So who did you lose under the Marcos regime? For us, uh, my family, we lost uh, my uh, second uncle. Okay. And uh, his son, my second cousin. Right. Those right here. Is that your uncle? Yeah, that's my uncle. Okay. Flixberto was arrested and detained several times during the Marcos period. And Rolando was uh, kidnapped, tortured, and murdered huh? uh, horribly. This memorial is dedicated to all those who were killed 
working against the Marcos regime. The family was eventually overthrown in a popular revolt, but they managed to steal billions by the time they fled the country to the U.S. Because you have to remember, they were kicked out unceremoniously in 1986. If they're going to come back, they're going to come back with a vengeance. Is it fair that we're judging Marcos Jr. by the sins of his father? It's a fallacy because um, uh, we're not judging him just because he's uh, the son of his father. He, he took his oath before his father, as a matter of fact. No? So he couldn't pretend to be clueless. If somebody who denies reality, who does not acknowledge fact, and revises history and record, you are complicit in the perpetuation of a false memory. The Marcus's campaign is peddling this information about his family's past, and many young voters believe it. More than half of the country's electorate were born after martial law ended, including 23-year-old Reynaldo Pinga. What convinced you to ultimately vote Marcos? I saw on Facebook. And how about all of the reports saying that the family had stolen money from the Philippines? What do you think of that? Um, nag-research naman ako. Parang inakosa lang sa kanila yan para sa mamaintingin ng Pilipino. He says he'll vote for Marcos even though the candidate has vowed to block international human rights investigations into the Duterte drug war. The same war that cost Pinga's mother her life. He says the government had her on a watch list because of a prior drug conviction. Naglalaro ata siya ng tong. Naglalaro siya ng tong. Yung bali yung unang motorcycle, hinarang niya dun sa may kanto para walang pumasok. Sabay yung isang motor dun sa kabilang dulo para walang pumasok. Sabay yung isa pang motorcycle, ayun yung pumanik sa mama ko. Dito, ito yung pinamatay niya. Who do you think killed your mom? Police eh. And who do you think ordered the police to kill your mom? Um, eh, siyempre, alam naman natin lahat na may order na galing sa taas na ganun, di ba? Despite her record, he insists she never used or dealt drugs. So, which one is your mom? Yun, the white one. Oh yeah, all the way up. The day we met Pinga was his mother's birthday. She's buried in this crowded cemetery, where coffins are stacked one on top of the other. I miss her so much. Sometimes when I get mad or something, so I need my mother to release my problem, tell everything to her. While candidates like Lenny Robredo promise to pursue justice for victims, Pinga doesn't believe they'll follow through. Like many others, he says the country was strong under Marcos Sr., which is why he supports his son. I actually noticed that you have yes, that. Yes, I have that too. Yeah. Just my mother. And here's the copy. The photo? Yeah. Oh, goodness. It is exactly the same. Do you have any other tattoos of her? Not totally tattoo of her, but the meaning. It says, Dear Mom, everything you did was worth it. Yeah, it's so 
It will be a gate to 160, 164. Hey. Uh, as a humble yalal. Hey. GP garage. Mm. Must <laughs> What's this I love King. Thank you, problem. I am very much in the lab. I love it. First, Shanghai, now Beijing. The capital city of China, with more than 20 million people, faces a potential citywide lockdown as COVID cases grow. Some apartment blocks have been quarantined, some subway stations closed, and restaurants are only doing takeout now. Residents are on edge, given what they know happened in Shanghai with its extended lockdowns and people going hungry. Beijingers fear they could be next. China is scrambling to eradicate an Omicron outbreak in Beijing. Among the weapons in the city's arsenal, mass testing. Residents are required to prove their COVID status three times a week. The government hopes this will allow them to detect and isolate cases immediately. For now, things appear calm, but concerns are growing. I'm worried about the situation, but I can't do anything about it. I just wonder how long it's going to go on and what the economic consequences will be. Beijing residents are still allowed to go out in many districts. But a lot of activity has been wound down, with tourist sites and other public spaces closed. Authorities are taking an incremental approach. First locking down individual buildings, then expanding the measures to whole neighborhoods if the virus spreads. This is all in line with China's zero COVID strategy. Many subway stations and bus routes were closed on Wednesday. In-person classes at many of Beijing's schools have also been suspended for at least a week. City authorities are keen to show that they have a handle on the situation. There are still some hidden sources of sporadic COVID-19 infections at the community level across Beijing. We need to speed up screening, tighten controls, prevent virus spillover between districts to stem the spread of the epidemic. They're also working to avoid the kind of lockdown imposed in Shanghai that has seen millions sealed in their homes, often without enough to eat, and has created negative headlines across the globe.
Restrictions are easing in some parts of Shanghai as cases drop. But some fear it's only a matter of time before they explode again because of the high transmissibility of the Omicron variant. Joining us is journalist Fabian Kreshmer in Beijing. Fabian, we know the government tried to censor what residents of Shanghai were sharing about their lockdown experiences. So I'm curious, to what extent do people in Beijing have a sense of what they might be facing? Yeah, it depends. Um, actually, there's a really wide spectrum. Some residents, especially the elderly, they get their information from the state media. For example, they watch the evening news and then um, they get the impression that everything is under control and they're not really aware of the human suffering of people in Shanghai. And then at the other end of the spectrum, you, you have the um, youngish crowd who um, uh, uses a VPN software. That's, that's um, the device that is needed to um, get around the censorship here. And they um, follow um, uh, international media. They follow follow, um, you know, social media platform with critical information. And um, they are very well aware of um, the suffering in Shanghai. And they also know that this could happen in Beijing. And most residents that I talk to, they are somewhere in between. And um, they know to some degree what has happened in Shanghai and what potentially also could happen here in Beijing. But they chose also not to focus too much on it. And I think that's also one way of coping with the situation. They don't want to anticipate the worst uh, case scenario. That's certainly a very human instinct. So overall, how on edge is everybody there? Yeah, when the authorities first announced that um, Omicron was spreading here in the city, there was a lot of panic buying and um, a really tense situation. Um, also something that I have not really witnessed uh, in the early days of the pandemic. Really, this time it felt... Um, yeah, different, more tense, actually. And um, now that has relaxed uh, to some degree. Why? Because um, uh, we have not seen an exponential growth of the um, uh, daily cases numbers. We are at r roughly 50 or 60 every day, and um, that is rather stable. So there's no panic. And um, uh, the disruptions here um, of daily life, because of the restrictions, they are um, annoying. They are also economically damaging, but um, they are only really an existential threat for um, a minority of people. To give you an idea that um, here the uh, restaurants are closed, they're only open for takeout and delivery, and we basically have to get um, tested, I mean, really PCR tests every day. Um, but um, we can still go wherever we want, and the people who are really locked down, sealed off, um, is um, so far really maybe several 100,000s maximum. Yeah, which is a lot of people or very little if you look at uh, the entire population of Beijing. Uh, do you have a sense that officials learned from their experience in Shanghai and we won't be seeing some of the more draconian measures implemented in the capital? Well, the lesson that they drew from the situation in Shanghai um, is uh, maybe different than uh, many would assume. I mean, um, basically, they thought that um, our um, zero COVID strategy is working, uh, but it was not really implemented radical and swiftly enough um, by the authorities in Shanghai. So now what the authorities here are doing is they step in really very early. Um, uh, as I said, I mean, um, several 100,000 um, uh, of people locked down in their apartments with only 60 daily cases. That is uh, really quite um, early and 
very radical, so to speak. And I get the sense that some residents um, uh, speculate that um, because Beijing is a political center, also the center of power, that um, the authorities cannot afford to also lock down this really symbolic city and um, they have some trust. However, if that's justified, I think probably it will be decided in the, in the coming weeks. I mean, definitely everyday life is not really normal and um, we have to brace that it could get worse. How worse? I don't know yet. Fabian Kreshmer, we will definitely be getting back to you on this again and again. It seems like China is intent on this zero COVID strategy. Thank you so much. The counterpoint to what's happening in China is what's happening in Taiwan. The democracy is keen to show that it will not infringe on citizen rights in the way its authoritarian neighbor has. The government has relaxed quarantine rules for overseas arrivals, even as COVID cases rise. The streets of Taiwan remain pretty normal. But there's been a renewed rush at vaccination sites as people line up to get jabbed or boosted. And as Taiwan's premier explained, the government's shift, he made some pointed barbs at China's continued insistence on a zero-COVID approach. We will not lock down the country and cities as cruelly as China. We are also not like some other countries where they have no choice but to live with the virus. We move step by step, according to plan, and there's a rhythm to it. TW's Joyce Lee has more out of Taipei. Here in Taiwan, the Omicron outbreak started in April. This week, the number of daily cases passed 20,000 for the first time. But unlike China, the South Root Island is moving away from the zero COVID policy. Public opinion shifted after Taiwanese people saw what happened in Shanghai. According to the latest poll, 60% of Taiwanese people now support living with COVID. Premier Susan Tang said earlier this week that Taiwan will not lock down cities as cruelly as China. He also stressed that the government is taking a gradual approach to resume normal lives. Out here on the street in Taipei City, it's business as usual, but people are generally cautious. The biggest challenge is the lack of rapid test kits. The government launched a rationing system last week but can't meet demand. Long queues are seen outside pharmacies. Some people I spoke with queue up for 45 minutes but still left empty-handed. After coming under strong criticism, the health minister promised to make test kits more available on the island. Plaintiff has used 35 hours and 6 minutes. Defendants have used 36 hours and 31 minutes which means the plaintiff has 26 hours and nine minutes left, and the defendant has 24 hours and 44 minutes left, okay? And just a reminder, as we said from the very beginning, once time is up, once your time is up, your time is up. If it's in the middle of a witness, I'm gonna stop you. So other than that, does anybody have anything else for me? Sammy says 24. If you add 36 hours and 31 minutes and 24 hours and 44 minutes, you get, you get what? Well, we'll get with, you can get with Sammy when we're done, okay. 
it's, is it right or wrong? What's that? 61, 61 hours and 15 minutes. Does that add up then? That is right. Mr. Rottenberg says that I'm right. Mr. Rottenberg says that I'm right. It's fault. I'm gonna keep yeah, it. Yeah, it's never. It ain't never your man fault. Committed it's to a man. His it's his fault. Yeah, fault. I ain't never mad it's at a fault. woman. Yeah, no. I ain't never. But I am. I am gonna hold women accountable. Absolutely. Because you will not sit there and be like pro women and I'm this and yes, bitch. And you know he's in a relationship. You know he's married. You know he just had a baby. You high fiving your homegirl who's fucking a married man. That's wild. That's wild. It's wild. Stop. It's wild. Stop. That's wild. It's wild. Yeah. If you are still, if you are a female that's still doing that and you sitting there, grow up, grow up, grow up, you're childish and grow up and you are the fucking problem. You are a part of the problem. problem. Yeah. You're a part of. We're with the Salvadoran National Police in a small city just west of San Salvador called Colón. It's a historically violent place with a lot of gang control, gang presence. On the surface, El Salvador's gang problem seems to be under control. And the government says it's thanks to patrols like this one. The whole question of public safety in El Salvador hinges around who controls the territory. Is it the gangs or is it the state? The current government's approach has been to have these constant, consistent shows of force in order to convince the public, essentially, that it's them and not the gangs who are in control. Not long ago, the infamous MS-13 and 18th Street gangs made this the deadliest country outside of a war zone. But murders have plummeted, and one man takes the credit. President Nayib Bukele. At 40, Bukele is one of the youngest heads of state in the world. And with more than 70% approval, he's one of the most popular. He's a master showman who's built a brand as a millennial disruptor. He started his first speech at the UN with a selfie. He made El Salvador the first country to recognize Bitcoin as official currency. I would think around 5 million Salvadorans have been orange-pilled right now. He's big on Twitter, and he tweets constantly. He's also an authoritarian who's taken control of every branch of government and paved the way to be re-elected against the Constitution. And he likes to rub that in his critics' faces. Most of all, Bukele claims to have solved the problem of the gangs. Se desplegaron soldados, se desplegaron policías, se hicieron nuevas estrategias y se logró reducir los homicidios en un 60%. But the truth is much more complicated, and nothing less than the country's democracy hangs in the balance. Bukele, who took office in 2019, comes from one of El Salvador's wealthiest families. He used to run a marketing firm, and people who know him say that's the key to his personality. Bukele presents himself as this fresh, millennial, disruptive voice that's bringing the country into the future. Is that actually true? It's marketing. Eso es 
creación de percepción. O es un adicto a lo que tenga que ver con aquellos grandes, no te diría pensadores, sino que aquellos grandes manipuladores de la historia, al estilo Goebbels, del nazismo. O sea, para él son sus, sus mayores referentes. Early in his term, Bukele sent the army to occupy Congress to demand that they fund his security policy. Pues estos delincuentes de la Asamblea Legislativa no quieren ni siquiera aprobar dinero que no es de ellos. But he didn't change much in terms of actual policy. What he changed was the media operation, with official Twitter accounts posting slick videos promoting the police. And Bukele started making a big announcement whenever a whole day went by without a murder. But there are actually a lot of disaffected police officers in the country who believe that the truth isn't being told. And we found one of them who's willing to speak to us anonymously about what's really happening. Has there ever been a day without a murder where there, in fact, were murders? Lo que hacen es de que las ponen en las estadísticas del siguiente día. Hay cosas que se ocultan, que solo nosotros sabemos. ¿Cómo qué? Homicidios, extorsiones. Cuando uno ve las estadísticas que, que arrojan ellos, no concuerdan con lo que nosotros hacemos, el trabajo policial. Hay lugares, colonias en los territorios que son dominadas por las pandillas. Hay directrices de que no, no lleguemos a esos lugares a confrontar con ellos, para que no hayan homicidios, no hayan intercambio de disparos y para bajar los índices. Y ahora la cuestión de los desaparecidos, para que eso ni se sabe en las denuncias. A murder is only a murder if there's a body. But if a gang hides a body in a mass grave, it doesn't count. A diario, en ciertos lugares, están desapareciendo cuatro personas en un lugar. Y cuando ve los registros uno, ya no aparece. O sea, siempre se trata la manera de, de manejar debajo del telón la, las cosas. It's impossible to know how many people disappear. The government's numbers are unreliable, and many families don't report their missing loved ones out of fear. So the government dismisses the problem. But some families make noise. After a brother and sister named Karen and Eduardo Guerrero went missing, their family demanded answers, and the case blew up. Bukele's government went on the attack. His Minister of Public Safety declared to the nation, without presenting evidence, that Karen and Eduardo were involved in drugs. Es una relación de drogas la que está de por medio en este caso. Veamos en qué actividades andan nuestros hijos. He also claimed that the family waited two days to report the disappearance, but we obtained a police report that shows they did it within a day. Muy buenos días a todos y todas. So their mother, Yvette Toledo, had her own press conference in response. Mi hija Karen Yvette, mi hijo Henry Eduardo Guerrero Toledo, no tenían vínculos con pandillas. Mis hijos siguen desaparecidos. Los problemas en nuestro país están latentes. Hay muchas madres en mi lugar. No lo vivimos porque lo busquemos. Los vamos a encontrar, por más difícil que sea, los vamos a encontrar. For all that he tries, Bukele can't always control the narrative. 911, That's because when it comes to what happens in the streets, he's not actually in control at all. Allí 
During one week in November, murders suddenly shot up higher than they'd been in months. Ochoa, Ochoa, gladiador. Adelante. Oíme, con ustedes fue el intercambio. Negativo, 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 ahí, negativo. Ahí estoy buscando los lesionados. Afirma. So apparently there was a gang shooting, and both the shooter and the injured person fled. The victim belonged to MS-13 and was shot for trying to leave the gang. Our film crew's driver was also a paramedic, so he intervened. To understand why violence had suddenly spiked, we went straight to the source, a high-ranking member of MS-13. And from this perspective, Bukele looks less and less like the one calling the shots. In the last five days, there has been a wave of violence. That's what it's called. We call it the crazy week. Cuando queremos aumentar la violencia, la aumentamos y descontrolamos el país. ¿Y eso ustedes por qué lo hacen? ¿Por qué suben o bajan la violencia? Solo para que se dé cuenta el gobierno que él no tiene el control aquí. Él quiere poner las reglas y el juego de él aquí no es así porque nosotros no somos manipulados. Él quiere negociar, pero quiere someter las reglas de ellos a nosotros. The current decline in murders that Bukele takes credit for actually started four years before he came to power. That has to do with the fact that, since well before Bukele, the gangs have made secret deals with the government. In exchange for better conditions in prison and more leeway in the streets, they bring murders down. Bukele claims he's the first and only politician who doesn't negotiate with the gangs. Los salvadoreños realmente estamos tomando la rienda de nuestro propio destino. But the news outlet El Faro revealed that there have been secret talks from the beginning. And this month, the U.S. sanctioned officials in Bukele's government for giving the gangs money and perks in exchange for lower murder rates and votes. The gangs now say Bukele hasn't always met his end of the bargain. The government of Nayib Bukele says that he doesn't negotiate and never has negotiated with any of the pandillas. Eso es lo que él hace saber a la población. Que el hijo puta verdaderamente es inteligente, pero también es manipulador. Se llena la boca diciendo a la población que él ya tiene todo controlado. Es que no tiene controlado nada. Nosotros jugamos con él. What Bukele can control is the machinery of the state, and he's used it to eliminate every check on his power. After his party won the Congress this year, he immediately replaced every judge on the Constitutional Court with loyalists, who then cleared the way for his re-election. He also fired the Attorney General and disbanded an anti-corruption commission, both of which were actively investigating his associates. After the inevitable backlash, Bukele changed his Twitter bio to world's coolest dictator. And yet, thanks to his well-oiled media machine, this barely made a dent in his popularity. And for that, Bukele has outside help. Muy buenas noches. Toda la verdad. El programa de opinión política número uno del Salvador. One of the most watched TV shows in El Salvador is hosted by Walter Araujo, a defector from the old right-wing establishment who's now an aggressive Bukele supporter. Porque estos mentirosos, cobardes, no han entendido todavía que a este pueblo no lo van a engañar. Nayib Bukele representa la conducción 
del cambio de un sistema político, de una verdadera revolución pacífica y democrática en El Salvador. The Attorney General and the judges in the anti-corruption commission that he got rid of were investigating his associates and his government for corruption and other illegal acts. How do you defend that? Que no estaban haciendo tal cosa. Lo que estaban haciendo es armando expedientes falsos. Por eso fueron separados también de sus cargos, porque estaban conspirando contra el gobierno del presidente Bukele. Te lo digo con claridad. Aquí en El Salvador estamos siguiendo los típicos manuales de dictadores. Es cómo se manipula a las personas, cómo manipular la opinión pública. Eso en extracto es Nayib Bukele. So what is it that's at stake exactly? Lastimosamente el país está en un retroceso democrático. O sea, en un país que qué es la democracia en un país? Es la separación de poderes. Pero lo que dice, lo que está diciendo entonces es que la la democracia del país como tal está en riesgo. Eso es lo que está en juego. Yo, yo no sé ya si está en riesgo. Es que yo creo que ya no hay democracia. El Salvador is now ruled by two tyrants. The gangs run the streets and Bukele controls the institutions of power. Ordinary Salvadorans like Yvette Toledo are stuck in the middle. Padre nuestro, que estás en los cielos. Since Yvette brought attention to her missing kids, she's had police outside her home around the clock. She thinks they're there to intimidate as much as protect her. Este gobierno dice mucho que ha logrado o está logrando controlar el problema de las pandillas y de la seguridad pública. ¿Tú crees que eso es verdad? No sé mucho de pandillas, pero no creo que estén controladas, porque si estuvieran controladas no pasara lo que está pasando. Él no controla nada. Este era el cuarto de mi hija. Es el cuarto de Karen. Estas son cosas de ella. Era una persona excepcional. Alguien me dijo comprar unos cajones, guarda sus cosas, porque ya no van a regresar. No puedo simplemente quitar sus cosas y ya no. No puedo hacer eso. You're brave. You're brave for what you say and the fact that you stand up there and say it, and I appreciate it. I think we all appreciate it, actually, because there's not a lot of people that have the balls to do it. But I want to ask you something a little bit out of the ordinary. So, prepare yourself. <laughs> At this point, we're living under a corporate and medical fascism. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns? No, and I'm, and, I, and I'm not, that's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? So, well, no, I, 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 no, hold on. I, I'm, no, stop. Maui, my beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep, 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you.
Allahu Akbar bitches.